listen to the sound of my own voice, but it happens twice a week. Don't you actually, I actually like, you know, you sound different in your head than you do here. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I actually sound like. I sound more manly than I thought. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) You can hear yourself, huh? Yeah, I'm going to lower it on purpose like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my name's Jay Coos. I'm really good. <laughs> so. All right, all right, man. Sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that. Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does. Another episode of Staying in Trouble here in the studio again. I'm Adam. I'm Eric. Yes, yes, you are. We got a special guest with us today. This oh. is this is the big round two. Yeah, round two. Round two. Well, I'm hoping that there's lots of rounds. Like, I hope this is like an unlimited round, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think JQ's wants to be a regular here. I'm I, all for it. I I think it will be great. I'm down with it, Jimmy. Just so you know. Do you know how many days I've had to put up with? When are you going to get Jimmy back on? Is Jimmy going to be back on? <laughs> yeah, like, it's my idea. Thank you, you. Well, there you go. He he. Ever since you were in here, he was like fam. He, he's like big googly eyes. He's like yeah, I'm he, a fan. Fanboy. He's yeah, like, I'm, I'm a fan. I may have just had something good to say that day, though. We're going to find out today. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be totally fine. Yeah. No, I, I, I've, I've been watching on social media. You, you put out a lot of good positive vibes, man. Stalking. Yeah. Stalk, stalking. It's not stalking. It's called following. That's, oh, that's following. What, Technically following. speaking, that's what social media is for. And that's, yeah. what I'm try, that's what I'm trying to use it for. So. Yeah, well, you know, and, and <clears throat> ah, let me spit this out. Last time you were in the show, we talked about you coming up as a fighter, coming up as uh, a kid, and what fighting has done for you, the things that taught you, stuff like that. But... Uh, today we just want to get in what you're doing now, man. Big round two, you know. <laughs> we, we, you talked about being a motivating speaker. You talked about wanting to help people, get people educated, get the word out there, stuff like that. And we just have a good time visiting with you, man. Well, so yeah, I have a that's, good time with you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, <laughs> of course it's been uh, you know, this beer this year has been a little different than, than so I think crazy. every everyone expected. After we, I think when you and I talked the other day, uh, we I was here in January. January. Yep. I said I wanted to get into Feels using like it my, yesterday. It does. It really does. Yeah. And what, August now? Dude, yeah. T- time has flown. Big time. And I'm not going to lie. Some of the stuff that's going on in today's society kind of has like distracted me and taken a lot of, of, of my attention. It's taken a lot of hard work to kind of like remain focused on, on what I need to. But after we got together in January and I was the, the best way for me to try to get to people to try to help people is my platform is social media. I mean, I don't think that's just for me. That's like the landscape of, you know, the, the way the world is going. That's how you yeah. connect people. So since then, um, I, I mean, I've been using it more to, to, to get out a message, to try and just start sharing things with people. Like I said, I set up something in my house so I can record little burbs, little videos, and just put something out to everyone when I feel that I've got something to say. So I was definitely going in that direction i'd be lying if i said i wasn't a little distracted from what's going on you know what's going on in the world it takes well, how can you not be i am 
I'm very emotionally invested in it because I care about people and I care about the well-being of people, even though I may have like a, you know, maybe an, an asshole or straightforward way of delivering it. I actually care about people. So I've been using my social media lately to actually try and wake people up to, you know, some of the stuff that that's going on in the world. But getting to and I've been I've also been very cognizant of the conversations I have with people trying to whether it's passing in the grocery store, people I've known my whole life. Um, I'm, I'm really trying to be very aware in the conversation to find a quick way to, to get d- down to the brass tacks. You know what I mean? Even if it's just yeah. passing someone in the grocery store or seeing they're upset or maybe just even just getting something quickly in their ear so they leave the grocery store and they're like, oh, man, I c- couldn't find the soup I was looking for. But that guy is right. It could always be worse or just yeah. something. Soup or the toilet paper? Yeah, well, it, well <laughs> this year it's yeah. toilet paper. Toilet paper and, and red meat. So yeah, right? right. Although I don't know where the toilet paper thing came from. <laughs> I have no Nobody idea. Does. No idea. <laughs> Nobody does. Like one pic that that'll show you right there the power of social media. One picture shows up somewhere and the toilet paper aisle is empty, and all of a sudden people think like we're in a pandemic. I should get toilet paper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of all the things to get, yeah, get toilet paper. Right. Because yeah. don't worry about the food. I mean, if you have no food to eat, you're not gonna need to wipe your ass anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so how's the pandemic treated Jimmy? Um, I'm pretty fortunate. It hasn't changed a whole lot yeah. in my world. As far as like business and work life, obviously it affected us and slowed us down a little bit while everyone was going through the brunt of it. I would say the first three months, mm-hmm. you know, everyone was kind of, you know, being overly cautious until we had more facts and were more aware of the situation. So things slowed down in work life that way but i kind of also use that time to to try and help boost people's morale like i was saying through social media putting things out and i really tried to make sure i could have been like a voice of reason and maybe provide a little bit of strength and hope in a time where i felt like a lot of people were uh you know we're struggling a little bit thinking the world's falling apart when i truly don't think it is we're just changing time so it was a little bit of struggle at first um but well, don't you I, see that happening again? It feels like wave two is happening and it's changes happening again. And people are like trying to it's the freak out has happened again. At least to me, I feel like if I'm sitting on the shores, I got that freak out wave happening again. Schools are all changing. Nobody has any, you know, like nobody knows what the rest of the month's going to be. And it's like or the rest of the year, the rest that. of the year. Yeah. I also believe that part of this is on purpose. I don't mean necessarily the pandemic, but like you, there are certain people in control that want to basically like fatigue someone. Like you can fatigue someone into submission, technically just like fighting. Whereas if people are so consumed by this information, that information, what's going on? Oh my God, the, the, the infection rate's going up. Oh, like there's there's so much information that they're bombarding people with right now. I feel like, and even this happens to me some days where I just got to turn it off. Like, okay, I've been going pretty hard. I need like two or three days just to kind of distance myself from it. But they will literally, I feel like they can fatigue people to the point where they will almost like submit to whichever direction they they want to take it. Yeah. Oh, they, they won't even care about the decision about schools. They won't even like they won't even care about their job. Like, please just give me some money. Please just give me the unemployment. Like you can literally push people to accept whatever it is you want. Yeah. Do you know anyone that's had COVID? 
Um, I know a handful of people. I know some people that were that, that were pretty sick. I know some people that were like, I didn't have any symptoms. You know, so I know people across. I don't know anyone that has succumbed to it. God rest their soul. I don't, you know, I don't think it's not a real thing, but you had it. I had it. And? Did it a last episode all about it. How yeah. uh, just got the, just got a fever. Uh, and, uh, dude, I got tired, which is totally out of the norm for me. Yeah. And my family knows, hey, if I come home and take a nap, dude, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And so normally I'm high energy, hard charging all day long. I came home in the morning. I had played pickleball in the morning. Came home. I was fatigued. I think it was the pickleball. It wasn't. And uh, <laughs> don't let your jealousy creep into the show. <laughs> and uh, I, in we had the thermometer kept ninety nine point six, ninety nine point six. I was like, oh, let me take a nap real quick. Took a nap. Took some ibuprofen. Broke my fever. And my wife's like. Uh, Pretty sure you have COVID. And so the first day, that fever, I could still taste things. Second day, couldn't taste things. Really? Oh, yeah. That right there. Some people I know had said that as well. Jimmy, this is what you need to do. You need to invent a pill (laughs) that gives you, that takes away your sense of taste. Then you'll never want to eat. You won't. I tell you, I kid you not. You you take away the sense of taste. Dude, food is no longer fun. Ice cream. I kept eating like a cookie, like a peanut butter cookie. I'm like, dude, this should taste way better. And then you start like you start feeling the morsels in your mouth. Yeah. And you're like, uh, or you eat a steak and you're like, you only eat like a third of the steak. You're like, oh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. You're like, there's no, you don't get any pleasure from it. So it stops hitting your pleasure, uh, you know, parts in your brain. You're like, hey, you know what? Ah, I guess I'm not that hungry. Well, it that really. Goes- that goes into like eat to survive, like eat to survive, eat to live as opposed to living to eat. Oh, yeah. If, oh, yeah. If, if you take away the nerve senses and the enjoyment that comes with eating, people would do a lot less of it. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. You take away the smell and the and the taste. You've just taken all the fun out of eating. Yeah, right. If you really think about it. A hundred percent. Like, and, and so. Did you go get tested? I did. My Yeah, my wife made sure I went and got tested, got the results uh, a week later. I'm like. By then, I would already been in isolation. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I was at a, I was, I was at a, a second residence. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I was just hanging out there for ten days. And um, here's the my my thing is like, how deadly is a pandemic that you have to go get tested to know you have it though? Yeah. Right. Well, well, well. Here's one question: Whatever happened to all the other stuff we have? Well, exactly. You never hear anyone else just getting the common flu or the cold. No or one like, died from the flu this year. Yeah, you know, if like, you get if you get a positive antibody test, they've already said like, if you get a positive antibody test, it could just be from a family of coronaviruses, which could be the uh, just the common co- flu, yeah, common cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy, man. It's there's a lot of political agendas being played out right now. Obviously, it's a real thing. No one said it's not a real thing, but it's not nearly as deadly as they're making it out to be and they really are using it like of course this is an election year too so crash the economy keep people in fear make it you know the president's fault hopefully they won't re-elect them that's what that, that certain could people be. are thinking yeah. hopefully they won't yeah. re-elect them we, i'm pretty sure by november 9th it'll all clear up so. oh yeah it'll be it'll be done the day, <laughs> the, the day after the day after in a couple of days yeah we can stop wearing masks that's if we can make it that far without all these you know 
any any of these indictments and reports from Durham or anything like that coming out first. They should pray that doesn't come out. Well, did yeah. you see the report today that uh, actually wearing the um, instead of wearing a mask, you know, everyone's been wearing the uh, where you just have it on your neck and you pull it up. Yeah, like the yeah, little yeah, sleeve yeah, yeah. type. Yeah, those yeah. sleeves. Yeah, they're saying the sleeve type makes you more prone to corona. Of course, really. It does. Yeah. So you have to have the mask. It, it's got to be a legit mask or nothing. Quit wearing your apron is what it said. Dude, all I'm saying is if you're an ugly person with pretty eyes, this is your time to thrive. <laughs> your time to thrive. Man. Right? You know what's like, what is one of the worst things about wearing the mask though? Like you, when you engage with someone or like you walk by, like I like to smile at people. Oh, so yeah. I yeah, really do. Too. Like you can't see anything. Well, th- well, that's part of my way of saying hello is yeah. you, I, I may not say something verbally to someone, but I may just like, you know, yeah. like smile, the eyes get bigger, wave my hand a little bit, and just saying hello. I do that tons of times in the gym. We all have headphones on. Yeah. So no one can hear anyone. Right? Jimmy, normally he's doing like this when he sees nah, you in the no gym. <laughs> Which gym? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it, but anyways, you know, yeah, th- your whole facial expressions is the way you can communicate with one yeah. another. And when is that halfly cut off? I don't know how. I don't. I mean, we could go into a lot of depth about this. I don't, you know, slaves used to be forced to wear masks too to show you you have no voice. So, it, I don't know. It like it takes something from you. Like, it's a sign of submission. I mean, I wear I wear it when necessary if I have to go in a place. But as far as like outside living my regular life, I'd rather have like clean oxygen and trust yeah, my yeah. immune system than just breathing in like all day. Well, you know? and and that's a huge argument is. We talk about masks, but why aren't they talking about healthy living? I can't believe that. If you actually if, cared about people, would you not tell them that? If any time to bring up health care issues or health care to our nation or something like that, this is the time. I this agree. is the time not just to make America great again, make it healthy again. Right. You know, make America swole again. Right? <laughs> Seriously. I make mean, America swole how about, again. How about we just get some quality ingredients? How about we just go back to not eating, you know, a version of tofu and everything? Like, well, no. get out of the processing plants and get into exactly. a little bit more exactly healthy I agree, living. But I don't think it's the to- the, the tofu so yeah. much, you know. Oh I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Eat very much meat. These oh no, days, we're sponsored by uh, by Timmy's Tofu, and so for Timmy's <laughs> Tofu, we apologize about that last comment. But but it is like so not so much like people eat out of convenience now as opposed to like you know got to go to this restaurant stop here go through this drive through there's there Del are so Taco many drive through two for five chicken spicy chicken burritos i don't know who keeps buying those but Listen, they're I'm not, delicious <laughs> i'm not gonna sit here and lie like i i go there too i'm you know but i would trust my my immune system over like a mask. I would trust like a fully functioning immune system over the protection of a mask. Well, we talk about when I got it and I talked about this a little bit on the on the episode um, is so it started. I think it probably started off like for my immune system. Yeah. So I rolled in from Utah. I had about two, three hours of sleep on Monday. Uh, got up early, hard charge. Didn't go back to bed until like 1230. Once again, like every night, for some reason, it was like a rough night. And uh, and so I didn't get a whole lot of sleep that week. Yeah. And so I started developing like a little like sore throat. and But I was hydrating like crazy, hydrating yeah. like crazy. Because I'm like, no, I don't want to get sick. And But I knew, dude, I can run on a little bit of sleep, 
But when you're running like on fumes, yeah, dude, it's gonna get you. And I think that's what happened because I just, unfortunately, I just don't stop. So yeah, every night, boom, 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 and I'm getting up early, boom, boom, boom. You beat I'm yourself like, down. Yeah, I beat myself down, and because I'm in the public all the time. Yeah, and and so and actually, I was trying to be really cautious that whole week, but the whole mask thing, and so I was like, I was like, oh. Doesn't it just, you know, it, it was like, hey, damned if you do, damned if you don't. But actually that week that I got it, super, like super trying to, hey, this is, I'm going to try to do it right this week because I was really concerned with it. Yeah. And then I ended up getting it. But here's the crazy thing. Do you know how many people around me got it? Zero. Zero. What's crazy about his story is his own wife. I mean, obviously they had physical contact. Yeah. Obviously they're always together. Wife is clean. He's not. Right. To me, that blows my mind because the way they 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 sell this on the TV is if if someone has COVID and they touch you or sneeze you or talk to you in that in your general in, direction, three feet. If next thing you know, feet. there it is. You got it. Yeah, I know. And, but in cases like this, your own spouse that you're physically contact with all the time, and we had a, we had, we, had a we had a good amount of contact. Oh, well, I mean, I, I would expect that from you. <laughs> You just look like King Slay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know that's it's. There's a lot of political parts, a lot of chess pieces on the board with the whole thing. Like the who was it the one of the governors or mayors from Ohio or something the other day like tested positive in the morning and tested negative at night, same day. That's two crazy. Di- two different tests. Uh, you know what are you gonna do? At a certain point, you gotta start trusting yourself and, yes. and like the human body. This is the most sophisticated machine on the planet. That's yeah. what this is for. Your yeah. immune system, all that. They should back to your original point we were saying five minutes ago. They should be out there promoting fasting, fruits, veggies, yes. vitamins, minerals, exercise. Yes, get, get outside, yeah. walk around, do something. Yes, yeah. get your body moving. That way, if you do get sick, like you said, maybe down for a couple days and you're back to normal. Yeah, actually, down for like a day, bounce up the next day, and you're out. Yeah. Worry, that's all what you were down for a day? All down for a day and then binge watched a bunch of TV on Sunday. And then my wife's like, listen, let's let's play this by the rules. You, you need to isolate. You out of here. Fuera. Yeah. And so I went and isolated and and that's a kicker. CDC says, Hey, ten days if you test positive. Yeah. If you have been around someone, you need to quarantine for fourteen days. Right. You need to go a little <laughs> bit longer. So my kids were dying. Like, here's here's dad. Whoop. See ya. Yeah. Get us a book me a ticket to Hawaii. Let's go. You probably used it as a vacation for a couple of days by yourself. <laughs> oh, You're like, right? I'm gonna enjoy this. So uh actually, Jimmy, just so you know, I enjoy vacations around people. Like going <laughs> yeah. to Costco is like a vacation for me. Yeah. Yeah. So being by myself, I'm like, I'm dying here. So yeah, <laughs> quarantine is torture for this guy. Really, yeah. he has oh, yeah. to be around people. I don't. I'm. I'm actually better than most with solitude, so it doesn't bug me too much. I need like minimal interaction. Yeah, I need some like of my own time every day. I think everyone needs that. That's yeah. what. So people look at my life and they go, "Eric, you're complete chaos. Every day is a different day." I'm like, "Yeah, I thrive on that." Yeah. Um. But what they don't see is every day there's like four or five things uh-huh. consistent. 
consistent, consistent that I've been doing for decades. Yeah. And so that always creates the base. So I can build off that base for chaos. Whatever happens, happens. Let's go. There you go. Yeah. As long as you got those, like you said, the couple things consistently. Yeah. Whatever else happens, you're ready. You know, it, but on no matter what level, Eric's probably a little bit heavy on one side of social interaction and you're probably on the light side of social interaction. But at the end of the day, humans need that. Absolutely. In one level or another, a lot or a little, you, you, For you know, sure. you have to have that in your life. And, and I think that's been one of the biggest uh, struggles in all of this is the lack of human connection with the mask or with anything else, you know, and people not trusting other people. I, I would agree. I think it can be a double-edged sword, to tell you the truth. Whereas <clears throat> if, like for, for, for me, like this whole quarantine thing, like I've said, I've, you know, over the last two years, I've spent a lot of time in solitude. So it didn't, didn't bug me too much. But I think what solitude forces you to do, it can, depending on which direction you choose to go, it can force you to, once you remove all distractions, the only thing you have left is yourself, you know? Once you're not able to go out there and drink or smoke or go gamble or do whatever you want and you're stuck with, you know, you're stuck facing the things that you have um, numbed yourself to per mm -hmm. se. So I think it can it can force someone to be uncomfortable because then without anything that you would normally use to take the edge off, you then have to face that issue or face that problem or have the disagreement with your spouse or not go in the other room or not leave to the bar when your kids are annoying you. Whatever the case may be, I think a lot of people were forced to deal with that stuff. When you remove all the distractions, the only thing that's left is really introspection to kind of yeah. go and deal with some of that stuff. So I believe it can be a positive and a negative. If you're someone who doesn't want to deal with it, then you're probably just Jones in to get out and escape. Yeah. But if you're someone who says, you know what? I need to make time. these changes in my life. Yeah. yeah. Then I think it can be a positive as well. But kind of, I think you have the choice on how you let it affect you. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that's going to be a big awakening for some people. You know, I mean, it, it it's just you in the mirror, you know, and, and you got to answer for some of those things. But to some people, maybe those changes are a little bit more... Uh, bigger struggle than others you know well I think the truth is different. it's always you in the mirror yeah that's true at, it, at the end of the day it's always you in the mirror and i think that's part of happiness and fulfillment if you can look that person in in the eye at the end of the day and say i know i did my best or man i effed this up or i didn't do good here like that person holds you accountable yeah a lot of people just choose not to face that something i've always told people too like <clears throat> if you look in the mirror like hey what should i do about this or what should i do what do you think about this i'm like you need to ask that person in the mirror. That person knows the truth. Mm -hmm. You may you may not choose to listen to that voice or acknowledge it or give it the respect it deserves, but that person knows the truth. Now, this whole period of, you know, life has kind of forced people to do that, you know, and this really is an awakening, but oddly enough, it's 2020, so, you know, apparently our vision is perfect. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I guess it's just the way we look at things. I mean, that's... We always have, I mean, we have that choice, you know, regardless. I guarantee you there are people that this is driving them crazy. And I guarantee you there are people that have a new appreciation for life. Like, man, I didn't realize 
how much this meant to me, or I didn't realize I could find joy in the simple things, or maybe a slower life, slowing down a little bit, and not always having the sports on, and not always having this. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how how happy I actually was, or I didn't realize how many things I needed to address. Yeah, or know? or that there's a little bit of stuff of, you know, you miss some of that stuff. Yeah. Like like for our you know for my family, we were way busy. Yeah. Seven kids in the house. Everyone was doing something. Sports, cheerleading, school. You got seven kids? Yeah. Holy. You didn't know that? I didn't know you had seven kids. Yeah. We, hey, we all got to do what we're good at. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I know who taught him. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, but we were busy. Yeah. Kids, we have them in all kinds of things. You know, church-related, sports, school, everything, like I just said. Yeah. So we were always moving. And then all of a sudden, this pandemic hit, and it was just emergency brakes stop. Yeah. And at first, it was nice. My wife and I sat there like, wow, this is, look at all this time we have. <laughs> this is amazing. And then a few months into it, it was nice. It was yeah. a nice break. We haven't had a break like that in years. Yeah. And then and then we started <laughs> kind of missing it. We started, no, no, no. Actually, start with what happened right before. So him and I both, so we took a cruise in December. Oh, yeah. And then literally, wasn't it the week before or a week and a half before? Yeah, like like, like the end of... It was like, middle of March. Yeah, right before, you know, right at the end of February, 1st of March, uh, I took the family on a cruise. Yeah. And uh, we went down to Florida, and then we, we, we sailed out of Florida. Same cruise you went on, right? Yeah. And, and they, li- they, they literally, like, went on a cruise, come back for, like, a couple days, and then Governor Sislak's like, we're all closed. Yep. Yeah, right. Stay at home. Yeah. Lockdown. Lockdown. We, we were actually looking forward to that vacation as a time off. And then now we got more time off. But it was it was still like it didn't stop immediately. The kids still had some sports. We had one boy playing football and that coach was adamant. They actually had to tell him to stop having practices. Really? We were still yeah, we were still showing up for practices deep into March and then the league finally jumped on him and said, Well in hindsight it wasn't that bad of an idea. You know, they're saying like the kids really don't get, you know. Yeah. Kids don't really pass it or get sick. And we, and I wanted to keep the kids busy. Yeah. You know, you know, I but at the same time we were used to that lifestyle and then it was nice to stop, but then we start you know, lately we've kind of missed that. We miss those baseball tournaments and those those cheer competitions and stuff like that. I think what's important and for people as a whole is when we're able to finally return to our, you know, to our normalcy, I can't stand that new normal. When we're actually able to return to living our life in the manner the way we were before, we cannot forget the lessons or the True. to appreciate the simple things that we uh, were reminded of in the downtime. Yeah, you know, because then what what was all this for? Yeah, exactly. We have to grow from it for sure, and and, and that's why I guess I'm so upset that that the main topic is not more healthy living. This could have been the year that everyone just like turns their head and it's like, you know what? We need a better healthcare system. We need better. We need to live better. Yeah. And and live healthier. And and why isn't that the main topic of conversation? I don't know. That comes down to money because guess what? The people that control the money at the top and the control the vaccines and they, they don't want you healthy. No. Big no. Pharma doesn't make money off healthy people. It makes money off customers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I don't know. It's. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know? That and, and and bad foods have become so easy to get now. 
Like, dude, every yeah. app on the phone, you just click it, and next thing you know, you got whatever you want on your doorstep. Um, I've, I've, I've got to have some like five tier membership to Grubhub. I've used it a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too far away from that mic; it's going to miss you. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, so the other morning I woke up. I, I was telling Jimmy, uh, get up early, go work out. So it's like three fifty, three fifty-five. I'm up. I open the door. And there's raisin canes, a bag of raisin canes, and a drink on uh, your doorstep. On, on my doorstep, I'm thinking, what the heck? Thanksgiving has come Dude, early. No, Booyah, right? baby! I pick it up. The ice is already melted out of the drink, and I'm sitting there like, what the heck was this? My son ordered it last night and then fell asleep. No shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he just sits there all night long, sitting on the doorstep, and, and and I find it first thing in the morning. So I bring it in, put it on the table, and I'm. I'm out the door. Did you mash any of those fries, though, or have a finger before you went to the gym? No. Be honest. No, I didn't. You're like, I all right, I'm going to carb up. Raising Cane's is pretty good, man. It is good. It is hard to say no to that. I, I, the I sauce can, is I can phenomenal. Kill. Absolutely. And the sauce would have still been good. You I know. pretty much dip anything in that sauce, and it tastes great. Well, it's so dang hot outside. I mean, even at night, I mean, it probably would have stayed they'll, all right. Yeah. Seriously. You're like, eh, whatever. Uh, I know in some other countries, they'll have food out all day and then cook it for you, so yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. It, it wouldn't kill you. No. You know. Although, I got I to gotta lie, I think Raisin Cane's could really, I'm not going to lie, I think Raisin Cane's could really step their game up if they had like a like a spicy sauce. You know like how Popeye's does the spicy tenders? If they did that. No, just a spicy sandwich. I don't know who had that for lunch today, but it was delicious. <laughs> You did? You did? Oh, man. I love the Popeye sandwich. Spicy ch- chicken sandwich. I ha- still haven't had it yet. Oh, with the pickles. So if you want the cheaper version, you go to Sonic. This is what I've been told. You go to Sonic and you get the chicken sandwich and you get you add jalapenos and mustard to their chicken sandwich. It's delicious as well. Mm. You can add pickles and jalapenos Yeah. if you use the app. So for those that are wanting some little cuisine tips... I still so, haven't. I still haven't done the. Uh, I still haven't tried the Popeyes one. Oh, a go at eleven thirty, best time because now those the sandwiches are fresh. <laughs> By twelve fifteen, this guy been... knows a lot about this. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah, <laughs> he even knows the cheat code to Sonic. <laughs> Do you really? Absolutely. Well, what is it? I... He just said. Yeah. Did you say it? Jalapenos yeah. and mustard. Yeah, you can actually get the chicken sandwich at Sonic, and it's half the cost. And you order it on your app. All drinks are half off. And then every day they send you, uh, like, there's usually a special. Yeah. And you can add pickles and jalapenos. Booyah. I try to get them to add extra jalapenos. I like to turn up the the heat a little bit. Oh, man. I'm trying to control some carb intake in my life. Well, the Sonic sandwich is smaller. (laughs) It's a smaller chicken breast. Uh, the, The one at Popeye's, what I've heard, especially today, was delicious and fresh, but it was it was definitely a little bit bigger. So, mm. but once again, I, I if you're recommending for a friend, generally speaking, <laughs> that eleven ten to eleven eleven thirty is the best time to go. A, there's no line in the drive-through. B, those sandwiches are just popping out. So, dude, that that right there, that time is my weakness. Really? Oh, I get so snacky at night. 
Like I can have a very good healthy dinner. In the I'm talking in the morning. You're talking in the morning. Yeah. I'm Do you have your headphones night. on? <laughs> you are in your own world. Jimmy and I are hitting, sitting here having a conversation. I'm like, they're not making the first chicken sandwiches at 11:10. I know. Like Jimmy and I are having a conversation, and Adam is like right, in his right. own world. He's gone. You got me. He's like, I am dreaming of of a delicious fried chicken right now. Yes, I get up at 11.30. One of my days I don't wake up early. Yes, I'm up at 11.30 ordering KFC on Grubhub. So. All right, all right. You got me on that one. I'm okay. not paying attention. <laughs> Back to snacking. Yeah. yeah. No, like late at night or right after dinner, is that's my worst time. Yeah. That's, the, that's my enemy. I got to go to bed. Like I fight that. I, I want to just snack until I fall asleep. I go through ebbs and flows. Yeah. A lot of times I like I fast for the most part. Yeah. At least for like 14, 16 hours a day. But there are times where sometimes I'm just hungry and I can't stop, you know, or I, I'll I'll get out of the groove. I feel better when I do. I sleep better when I've given it a couple hours since dinner and then I go to bed. Uh-huh. If I if I eat right before bed, then when I wake up, I'm more sluggish. But I've noticed if I give it, you know, like three hours and then go to bed when I wake up much better. So, so you rather fast at night than in the morning? Well, I, I mean, I start, for, you know, I start after dinner, whatever. Oh, I try it. to, the last time I try yeah. to eat is like 7 p.m., you know, go to bed at 9 or something, but, and then eat again at Jimmy, like 11. You said 9 p.m., go to bed. Yeah. And who, who does that? All right. I do. At 9 p.m.? I yeah. try, I would like to. Sometimes I, I don't. Mm. I'm at 11.30 and wake up at 5 type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or if Adam calls you and says, Hey, I need hey, you want to go run in the morning? Then it's I try to get him out. Then it's yeah. eleven o'clock yeah. and get up at four. So that that's like the board I'm trying to be better actually. Like over the last two years, I've been trying to be more like Come con- to the gym with me. You got a con- uh, you got a membership there. Yeah, conscientious of, of uh of of sleep. Not because it's not like, hey, I know that I can do it. It's more like, hey, you know what? Let's do a little bit long term. Let's not yeah. burn the burn the candle. What I love about you talking about fasting, though, is uh, for anyone knows, Jimmy's in great shape. And a lot of times you wonder, man, is everyone just hitting it out of the park? And and that's what we. I think a lot of people get tripped up. They're like, hey, I, I did it for two or three days and I couldn't do it anymore. I got a headache. I felt sluggish. And then what they don't understand is, dude, that first week when you're trying yeah. to change any habit, when you're trying to, like we're talking about Jimmy, we're, we're talking about a gym, going to the gym or running or anything like that. Dude, that first week is so critical and the hardest because For sure. the, the game is right here in your head. Oh, yeah. And Here's so, the thing people don't understand, too, is um, <clears throat> it, it can be a gradual thing. When you're talking about changing your eating habits that you've been eating that way for your a light your whole life, then you all of a sudden you think you're going to go from snacking at 11 p.m., getting up at have at 7 a.m. and immediately having something before you go out the door to then not eating for 16 hours. It's not going to happen. That's what I tell people. Like, look, if you're going to do it, like try to like don't go straight to 16 hours. Your stomach's going to be like on fire if you've never gotten used to it, and you have to let your body adjust. So go try 12 hours like the first day, you know, yeah. start at 12 hours the first week and then go up to 14 and then go up to 16. That's what I tell people. Don't try to go right to 16 hours fast and you're never going to do it. And then in three days, you're going to be pissed because you're yep. starving. And then you're just going to eat and be like, well, that was a waste of time. Yeah. Like, you got to do it properly. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, and then you let your body adjust, and then you're like, man, like I don't even need to eat that much. I I bet you I eat thirty percent of what I used to, and feel better. My weight's still the same. I still weigh the exact same as a human being as I did when I was eating six meals a day. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, what's great too, Adam's house is like his daughters will go the extra mile and hide the Oreos from him. Oh yeah, yeah. They like they know his weak points, and so they like we love you, Dad. We'll hide these from you. So it's because no. they care. Yeah, because yeah, they, they care. care, or they're hungry. They're, yeah, right? they're going to eat them. <laughs> I got to hide food from them all the time. Really? Because they said dude. the same thing about you. Whatever, dude. They'll eat me out of house and home. Those kids. Man. <laughs> well, you got seven. I, interesting facts you just learned today. Yeah, seven kids. Yep, all seven of them. I got one graduated. She graduated last year. Nice. So she's trying to figure out her life. But yeah, dude, this new school year is going to be wild for us. It's a lot of homeschooling. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I don't even. I haven't paid much attention to the school thing. Obviously, I. I mean, I understand there are some openings, some not. But what's the final? What was the final? Well, the governor came out and said no one can go to school. <laughs> that I, here. Yes, it's all going to be uh, online. Online. Did New York not just say the other day that schools must open this fall? Didn't Chuck Schumer just say that? They got to open Maybe. schools. It's going to yeah. kill the economy. No, uh, our governor said no. Now, our private governor schools, Newsom, does that go with private schools? It goes all schools. So just so, like the groundwork that I've heard from principals is that a lot of like uh, charter and private schools are still looking at ways to get around that. But uh, it was announced last week. Nope. Everybody's got to go online. Mm-hmm. But it's. I don't even know what the fallout of that is because when you get parents that are paying $18,000 in tuition, I know it's, uh, and the main reason is they want their kids, not only for their kids to go back to school, but they have their businesses and jobs to run. And of course. So, and so they needed that component. And so now that component's not going to happen. You it's, know what I think, I, what I think these teachers should do. It's a perfect time to get your money. If any of this funding is going to follow the parents, then all these parents that are paying for private schools or whatever, guess what? A teacher, and one of those teachers can set up a little school at her house, build out something in your garage, whatever you want to do, have 10 or 12 kids come there that you privately tutor for your 200 bucks a week. What's that, you know, $2,000 yeah. a week. There you go, a teacher from having your $40,000 a year salary to 110. And you're teaching a third of the students and you can be more one-on-one with them. Absolutely. Teachers, take that note. Go out and get the money. Yeah, right. Actually, have you seen, uh, do you follow John Stossel? No. What? I don't know who that is. What about you? I don't know who that is either. All right, we got a lot to talk about Just after the podcast. Again. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how you guys stay in here without the air on, by the way. It's dude, warm. it is hot. I'm like, am I the only dude, one sweating? I'm sitting here like, like, dude, that, this is like true fusion. I'm like, I think Eric's this breathing like- the Rona on me. What is going on? <laughs> So anyways, Stossel got on last week and he was talking about in Korea. Do you know who some of the biggest superstars in South Korea are? Teachers. Teachers. There's a there's a few teachers that are rock star uh, teachers that make well over six figures for being teachers. And there's like more. Com- it's just more competitive. Like students want to be at certain, you know, get taught by certain teachers and they've been doing online. So he has like the set class and then they have their online classes yeah and uh and in south korea some of the teachers there are like 
as big as pop stars. Like K-pop. Good. And some teachers are the same. Good for them. Really? Yeah. I'm all for it. I think this would be a great. Go out there and start your private schools. Like a 10-person a ten person school out of your, you know, well, right out of your house. There's a lot of studies right now. So, like, in India. Yeah. Is uh, they talked about the differences between private school and uh, even even they have low cost private school in India and then public school. And it, it is that same mentality that, hey, guess what? The government is just trying to get everyone in the trough. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you eat well or you don't eat well as long as you made it through the trough uh-huh. versus in a private school, obviously, there's if you're a good teacher, you get paid. If you're not a good teacher, you're out, and vice versa. And so it went into this, uh, and I'll share it with you because I thought it was very interesting. Even though they're using India, right? Americans like, oh, that's India. I'm like, uh, there's still people. They actually have ten times or hundred times the population we do, and it yeah. talks about the inefficiencies of public education versus private education. And I think we're even seeing it here, like. A lot of the public schools are like five-star great schools. Yeah. Guess where we have a ton of charter schools here in Henderson. Yeah. And it's crazy because at one time, I think your kids were going to like two or three different charter schools, weren't they? No, I, I had some kids in public school and then some in charter school. We yeah. Were split up. Yeah, they were all split up. And so that goes along with his big board. So, and I apologize about the heat. Uh it kicks on to it turns off the AC. People are here cheap. I don't know who runs this office, but <laughs> you got to sell some more homes. Yeah, dude. yeah. So. Can you please get a little busier during this? <laughs> yeah, we need the air on. <laughs> yeah. Actually, if you look at the board, we're on fire right now. So that's just me being just generally cheap. So. I actually think teacher. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory if you were to look at the whole thing, but I think you would see teachers do a much better job if you up their income and brought down the size of their class and they got to teach in a manner that they wanted. Yeah. I mean that you're kind of allowing someone who has a passion to teach to use their creativity to teach in the manner they want. I bet you would see teachers do much better and be much happier with their job. I'm all for it. Give it a try. Yeah. Well, that was the biggest reason why we went to a charter school yeah. is that we would have the freedom and this charter school would also have the freedom to teach what they needed to teach to the kids and, and it coincide with, the parents and the the students that were going there, yeah, and that we our voice would be able to be heard, and we're not being drowned out by a giant school district where we would try to go to these meetings and they wouldn't even listen to us. Where yeah, right? where when when our school would have a board meeting or something, we can go there and honestly express real concerns and see those concerns happen or yeah. change or something happened in the school. So be heard. Yes, exactly. So all of a sudden parents had a little bit more say into what was happening in there. And that's what attracted a lot of people to them. Not saying that the teachers were bad at the school district, but if a teacher is being told, this is what you're going to teach the kids. This is how you're going to teach the kids. You could take a good teacher and choke them down to like, hey, this is what you're going to do, and they have nothing to say because they want to keep their job. Not to mention you're robbing every single person. You're robbing every single individual, student and teacher, in that setting of their individuality because it's so cookie cutter. Yeah. Our creative and our, our individuality is what makes us unique. How are you ever going to find what anyone's good at when it's the same thing by the same person taught in the same manner 
All the time. Well, that's what they set their standard on. And then one kid comes along, and he may not learn according to the standard, but it doesn't make him dumb. He just has a different way of doing it. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a special teacher to be able to touch that kid in a way that that all of a sudden all this stuff makes sense. And then he can thrive in his own special way. You know, I've read books on Steve Jobs and some of these other guys that their way of learning was completely different. The way their minds work. Uh, yeah. Um, who's the guy, the, the Tesla guy? What's his name? Uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. He, he was asking many interviews, dude. His mind doesn't shut off. The way his mind works is not towards a normal standard. And no. that's why he's able to think the way he thinks and events what he events is because our lives have changed because of these out-of-the-box type of thinkers. Absolutely. And, and, and But our school system, it doesn't cater towards that. It caters to that, just like you said, Jimmy, the cookie-cutter type. You follow this standard, then you'll be successful. Well, that technically that's a conversation for a whole other day, but that is that's sustainability. You're going to go to this school. You're going to learn this. You're going to work this job. You're going to get paid. You're going to get yeah. uh, you know to to sustain this system. You're going to get paid X amount. Well, he, but it's, actually, it's not as cookie cutter as you think. Actually, and there's lots of inefficiency. So efficiency is wealth in everything that you do, right? Yeah. If you, as a fighter, if you can train harder and get more efficient at what you're doing you're going to be more successful. If you're a plumber and you can, you know, get better at you can do it faster and better, you're more if you're more efficient, you're better at everything, right? Even for, for sure. me. And so actually in schools, actually what I've heard and what I've seen and what I've talked to a lot of people is it's not as cookie cutter. Actually, did it's you fun. know? No. Just the opposite actually. Every year your teacher is given like this, this is, you know, hey, this is what the test, you know, these are the two tests that you need your kids to pass. And then you have to come up with a curriculum every year. And so, which is super inefficient, super inefficient, because what it does is it takes a teacher's attention onto, okay, here's this right here. We're not going to give you a curriculum to go off of. It should just have a core curriculum and then the teacher should to expand on it like here's your base level because that's how everything in the world is built here's mm -hmm. your foundation now you build however you build it great yeah but the, that what difference does it make <clears throat> okay here's here's the two tests that that uh, matter you know you have to do good on we don't care how you teach it well if you're still forcing the same information to people without allowing them outside of that box i mean like the student per se, you know, like a teacher, one teacher can teach one way, one teacher can teach the other way. That's all fine that they have can be creative with their curriculum. But the nourishment here is of the student. What difference does it make how the teacher teaches it if all the students have to receive the same information is what I'm saying. You, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and, I, and I, I, it, I agree. I'm just adding another layer on there yeah. that I think it would be if we could look for more efficiencies in the school systems. And I think if we look at, I talked to, uh, a friend of mine, and he went back and he taught in Maryland. Mm -hmm. And in Kansas and Maryland, teachers do make almost double. Oh, really? And, well, no, they don't, they actually make, they make less, but they almost never, re, they never quit because the schools are so good. Like the other benefits that they get from teaching mm -hmm. is so high. And I said, I asked him, I said, so why, why are the schools so much better there? And he's like, Dude, the teachers are so more well like polished 
the teachers are such at a higher caliber that it that like they're you know it's just like you know it's like I wonder it, why yeah I wonder like yeah. what why or what made those teachers more polished or is it just more time in the field different schooling you I know? think it's he talked about different schooling like yeah most of them have master's degree most of them you know still enjoy the love of teaching and and at the end of the day like we talk about doing things that we love and I think that's what we that's what this I think the Clark County School District runs into is they grind teachers in and they grind teachers out yeah and you talk about class sizes and we always think of that as from the parents perspective Dude, think about it. So I I, I teach kids uh, off and on for church uh, church activities, and when you're trying to so as a teacher, if you got over 22 students, they've proven that you're not just teaching. You now you're a manager. You're a class manager, right? Yeah. Adam over here is acting like an ass, right? Jimmy and I are good students, upfront, attentive. Right. Someone's got to be the class clown. Someone's got to be the he alpha. Would make you the yeah, asshole. yeah, of course. <laughs> he nailed it on the head. And, uh, you know, and then you've got the other kids. And so they're like, dude, we don't feel like we have a voice. We don't feel like we can concentrate. And it really opened my eyes up into, OK, a lot of times we don't hear about the teachers. You don't hear the, the, the teachers complaining about the class sizes. Yeah. Unless you're actually in with the administration and you're starting to hear like you actually break it down with the teachers. The class sizes isn't just hurting the student. It's hurting the student, the teacher, the administration. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's hurting the, the families. Yeah. And another thing is about the arts, right? I think the great thing about like me going to school and in public schools, going, having auto shop, having, you know, wood shop, like they don't have, they don't have metal mm -hmm. or wood. And, you know, you talk about learning different things Yeah, is, you know, the arts is really just a different language. You talk about people learning. And I was explaining this to my kids, actually learning to do, you know, learning to play piano, learning to play guitar is another way of you expressing yourself. I would say it's the purest form of expression. Yeah. And, and so a lot of times for if kids are not raised in a musical home, or you can't afford piano lessons, you can't afford guitar lessons, then your kids are never going to be exposed to that other language. And it's not going to open up. They've proven that the music will open up different parts of your brain yeah. that academics don't. I agree. So, And it's the same thing with the trades. Yeah. Working with your hands, that, that kind of expression you know, helps out a lot. And there's some kids that won't go to college. And the trades are and shouldn't or yeah. where they're at, and, and it's okay. And and, and yeah. we we need those people out there. I we, agree. You know, so the, there has to come a balance. There's not just one way. But I I, I don't want to sit there and just kind of beat. I mean, my kids, we've we've had some experience with some of the most phenomenal teachers I've ever met. Yeah, that that are teaching kids today. There's one teacher that is at uh, Pinecrest. She has come to our kids' birthday parties. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, and she's had. Uh, most of my kids in that certain grade, mm -hmm. they've all kind of worked through her. And and she's a special person. You can yeah. tell she loves what she does. She cares about that That only took stuff. 20 minutes. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> the only problem is I'm, we're gonna... I'm hot now. Even the, even the cheapskate's starting to get hot. Oh, it feels so much better. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but anyways, you know, and, and it's those kind of people yeah. that are phenomenal people. And that... 
And I know there's a lot of those type of teachers all over Southern Nevada that are doing a great job. Oh, absolutely. And, and it, it just really sucks in some kind of, sometimes in these situations that it's a couple of the bad apples that just kind of spoil the whole bunch. You I agree. Know? And I don't even think it was, a, it was anything about the teachers. It was more the, the control that the – you know the school, the, the governor and school board is yeah, exactly. putting you know putting on the people. The, the administration. I, I feel like th- any teachers out there, this is your time to shine. Yeah, yeah. Get exactly. the money, express yourself, do it the way you want, and teach some good kids, build your name. And to be honest with you, this is the time to make some serious changes. Yeah, you can really make some changes in this thing. I'm sure everyone can hear that fan, dude. It sounds like a helicopter coming through the studio. <laughs> Actually, when I can't I, hear what, it too much. Yeah, I can't hear yeah. too much. When I put it like this, it 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 it. it it shields it. Does it? So, hey, Jimmy, just yeah. to circle back. So, if people are looking. Yeah, we've been all over the yeah, place. Yeah, we've been all over the place. So There's a lot going on. There's, there's a, so much. <laughs> welcome to Jumanji 2020. Seriously. Right? So, if people want to get on, if they want to get some inspirational, or they want to take some things to the next level, how do they contact you the easiest? Or how, how, can, they, how can they get what you're putting out and maybe even add to what you're doing? Uh, to get what I'm putting out, the easiest way would just be social media, whether it's on my Instagram or Twitter. I, I mean, I primarily put my stuff out on Instagram and Facebook. I feel like when I'm doing Instagram and Facebook, I'm reaching actually two different demographics. So it's the real Jaycoos uh, across the board. Right. Instagram, you, Twitter. Have you started Reels? Are you doing Instagram Reels now? Yeah, I'm, I've got like some, if you were to go look, I'm definitely putting out some videos now. For like the last six weeks, I haven't put out anything because I've, I've honestly been like majorly distracted and heavily invested in like what's going on in the world per se. Right. But actually over the last week or so, I've been thinking like, you know, we can only do so much. Like I can only do so much telling people. I would rather offer insight to people. Um, Are you doing any personal mentoring or? Actually, I, 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 I would really like to do that. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you specifically get into speaking unless I'm just going to go to places and offer like, Hey, want me to talk to your kids or Hey, want me to talk, you know, talk to this. I'd be happy to do it. But the, I was going to say, we this. can start at Adam's house. Cause it's like a school. <laughs> yeah. Right. right? Yeah. 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 So you can, we can do a little cup test runs. We got, he has a stage at his house. So <laughs> it's called a kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said, if I didn't say this, you know, this year kind of thwarted my plans for expanding that a little bit. I've been, you know, I have been distracted and it's been, it's been hard to remain a little bit focused, to be honest with you, as I'm sure I'm not, I'm not the only one, you know, but yeah. it's been hard to remain focused when the world seems like chaos. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Well, so, you know, we'll put uh, some links into your Instagram and your bio again. Um, you know and what? then we'll what? actually get you a couple. I, I, I don't have a, you know, I'm not as popular as Adam, Jimmy, but I know a few people. I can line a couple of those gigs up for you. Yeah, I would love to. And I will say this, though. It's been... More people than ever than ever in my entire life have like reached out to me, whether it's through DM or Facebook Messenger or just people talking that maybe I haven't talked to in a while. Maybe they're commenting on something I uh, something I put up, or I just had someone come over the other day that I barely know that just like needed someone to listen, and I ma- I made tea for us. We were talking. I am getting, I get more people like, hey, what do you think about this, or can I call you, or. So many of those opportunities are arising all the time now. So I do feel like regardless if I'm 
fully moving in the direction that I want or fully getting my message out. People do understand where I'm trying to go because the conversations are are more and more and more or people see what I'm posting and then, uh, you know, when I see them in real life, oh, hey, I love this and what do you think about this? So it, it is occurring organically, if you yeah. know what I mean, more and more and more. For sure. So. Right on, man. Okay. I feel Jimmy. like we covered a lot today. Thank you guys yeah, for having me. Yeah, we were all over the place, but it was good. It was a fun conversation. Yeah, I'd heated up in here, and now it's starting to cool down. It did. Yeah, now it's I'd love to be back anytime you guys want to. I love having these conversations yeah. and gauging and all that. Yeah, we'll for, bring in a swamp cooler. Get it all nice and cold. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the old boxing fights used to be 15 rounds, so if this is only round two, we've yeah, got quite got a ways to go. Yeah, we got plenty to go. Yeah, like Ollie and Foreman and Zaire. Sweet. Jimmy, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, and uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Okay. All right, we'll talk to you guys later.